Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. It's been putting some people to sleep for over 500 episodes. Uh, but in case this is your first episode, I want to set the stage for you. So this is a podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside... Whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, physical physical sensations, feelings, noises, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be any of those things. It could be something totally different. Uh, whatever it is I'd like to take your mind off that. What I mean by a safe place is, one, I want you to feel welcome. Now, this podcast, it doesn't work for everybody. I hope it helps you out. Uh, give it a few tries. It's a little bit different. I'm a little bit silly. I've got creaky dulcet tones. I'm not, a, I don't have the voice of an angel, you know, like a sweet, sweet Bette Midler or Carol King. I don't even have a voice of Carol Kane. I mean, if I had Carol Kane's voice, I guess this would be a different podcast. Uh, I don't have any of those sweet, I have creaky dulcet tones. So what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night. And I'm going to, like, tonight will be a little bit different of an episode, but it'll still be full of meanders. Uh, I guess if you were going to use, like, a pejorative term, you say I do a lot of yammering. Though I don't think that's in regular parlance in the U.S. I don't know about any other countries anymore. And that tends to be more aggressive. I don't think I'm, like, I think when someone uses the word yammer, that tends to be aggressive. Let's uh, let's let's agree to do this together because this is an open, safe place. Let's take yammering back. Let's reclaim, repurpose, and not necessarily redefine, but let's uh, shape yammering. Maybe it's that why. Why's are very pointy. So what I'm gonna do here, and this is kind of like how the podcast. I'm gonna take that why. I'm gonna bend it a little. Ooh, yeah. Give it some curvature. Give the why a little curvature. Even on the edges, I don't know if you can feel me, but I'm sanding the edges of the tips of the Y down. And yeah, now I'm going to be doing some yammering. Yammering, maybe I'll just be yammering. And uh, I don't know, like I just read a Brief History of Seven seven Something, and Bob Marley was like a tertiary character in that book, Marlon James. uh, And he wrote Jammin'. And I'll be, yeah, I guess, yamming. Why don't we just cut out, cut, out, cut out the, I guess that's a totally different. You'd say, what is yamming, Scoots? I'd say, well, that's what I do here. It's like I talk too much and I ham it up. Uh, it's yamming. I'm yamming like it was a thing of the past. I'll be, because I do yam about the past. I yam about the future. And I guess if, like, say I did have a grouchy neighbor and they were walking by and, and eavesdropping, but, like, the kind of ease, passive-aggressive eavesdropping where the podcast, recording the podcast getting on their nerves, they'd say, what are you yammering about in there? And I'd say, man, there's no yammering. We're just, I'm just yamming. I'm, like, I guess, like, there's jam bands, too. I wonder if there could be, like, this could be a new thing. I mean, it'd be, it'd be like a party of one, like it always is with me. BC, well, yeah, Scoots, he, he wrote a bunch of letters to Fish. He wanted to turn them into a yam band. But they said, geez, I think we're doing fine. You know, we got uh, 13 shows at the Madison Square Garden this summer, so I think we're covered. And they said, well, yeah, I, I, well, I don't have a band. Well, I just yam. You know, I do yam in, in the middle of the podcast. So, 
So that's kind of an explanation, if you're new here, that doesn't make any sense, which is how most explanations of the, related to this podcast go. What I was going to do, believe it or not, I had intended for this to be the quickest opening ever, but I guess like I might as well keep going. I mean, when, when I got a good thing going, that's sleepy, strange, and senseless, and, but that we've repurposed. You see, this is, this is healing. This is live literary healing, if literary, you know, word healer. I'm a word healer, a word repurposer. I don't know, like that's what like all these rugged do, like dudes that uh, – like wear leather coats and stuff, do they say? Well, yeah, repurpose uh, redwood uh, from the bottom of the Great Lakes. Well, you really, I and they say, what do you do? And they say, why are we? Is I, I didn't even realize we were in competition with you. Like uh, I'm very intimidated by your repurposing of redwood and your leather coat. Is that repurposed leather? Yes, because it's uh, so okay. You get a bit of Banderas thing going there. Oh, you are. Oh, you're Antonio Banderas's cousin that lives in my mind. Oh, another one of those. Yeah, well, what I do, I, I repurpose things too. I, I, well, yam, I don't repurpose yams, but I've repurposed yammering into yams, which is not the same as a yam, which is like a sweet potato. This is a whole, this is a repurpose. And I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't have the foresight to make up a whole new word. I just wanted to shorten yammering down, make it less harsh, because I think that was something in like fifty sitcoms they uh, they would say to one another. And my goal was to create, take yammering, repurpose it, re do. I'm also a word healer, and, and, and no, I don't use mystical energy. I just use mental scissors. So I just say, well, yammering sounds a little harsh. Let me in in sandpaper. So I sanded it, I bended it, you know, bent it. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm glad you're. Correcting my grammar, because you're healing my words. This is this is really really getting along here. Yeah. But anyway, I was trying to make a point before you cor- correctly corrected me. Thank, I appreciate it. But uh, then I bend the words, uh, sand them, and then snip them. So I said yammering. I said more like yam. That sounds nice. I mean, not. I, I don't eat yams. I mean, sometimes I do. Hey, but let's not get distracted by the yams, because this is a whole new thing. Bit like jam. No, 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 not like a jam in the refrigerator, like Bob Marley jam, or like jam, like what's your jam? I'm yamming. It's like the soft version of yammering, exactly. So it's so smooth. Listen to Have you been listening? I've been yammering. Oh, I've been yammering. Yeah, it's a little bit. I've got my yam on. And at some point, I like to, I usually like to work in some puns, like uh, "Yes, I am yammering." That would be my if I had a shirt that no one would understand but me. That explained exactly what I'm doing. It'd say "Yes, I am yammering." I am what I am. Even better pun brain. Except it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. It's still a pun, even though it doesn't make any sense. It's an up. What's an up? It's a senseless puns here at Sleep With Me, where we where we get, get your yam. If you're new here, this is the kind of n- nonsense you can expect uh, every, every three times a week. And like uh, the thing is, I'll be get, I'll be doing the yamming. You just got to kick back. You like I'll be, I'll take the Y's. I'll bend them. I'll take the edges right off those Y's. And the, you know any other word? You know that's what the word healing, word softening. I mean, you buy, if, I don't know if you buy a fabric softener or, or you have water softener. I'm your word softener.
So maybe you're right. Maybe healing was a little bit too, too, like that was maybe too much of a proclamation. I do like it though. Let's just say like, uh, like I'm imbuing, like, I like to, the spirit of healing words, but really I just soften them. Okay. Silence, even from my internal voices. So anyway, if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. This is a podcast about you to sleep. You don't really have to pay attention, but I'll be here for an hour to keep you company. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, but believe it or not, so you don't need to, like you're under no pressure to fall asleep. That's why it's so long. So you can just kind of kick back and like, uh, j- just let me am. I'll be here. And the whole reason I make the show is because I had trouble sleeping and, and I still do. And I do have a, like, it's a distracting thing. I just wonder, as I've been here talking, uh, putting the Y to the A to the double M or single M, I don't, I got to talk to a trademark attorney. Oh, they all, uh, with an imaginary one, of course, an imaginary one. But uh, as I do that, I just wonder if you were thinking about whatever it is that's been keeping you up the whole time or if I took your mind off of it. So that's all you need to do. You listen and just fall asleep when you want. You don't need to remember what I was t- like. Ideally, tomorrow you'll wake up, and if you worked with people that listen to this podcast, you see, you know, that would be like an inside joke. You'd say, did you listen to sleep with me last night? I, I don't remember. One person might say. And then it'd be funny if one person was eating sweet potato fries. That would be kind of like like a, I don't know if that would be a pun, but it would be funny. And they'd say, I think he was talking. He was he was talking about yams. I think he's, he started a yam farm. Would you like sweet potato fry? And you say, I don't. They say, and they say, Oh wait, I'm still I'm sleeping. I'm dreaming this. Uh, so that's the idea of the podcast. As I said, the podcast isn't for everybody. If you're skeptical, though, give it a few tries. I mean, if you're up already and you can't sleep, I just want to help. Uh, so it's not an aggressive thing. I hope it helps you. Like, I just can't guarantee it because, like, I'm I'm weird. I mean, let's be straight, like, uh, and I want to be, you know, keep you company. But it's not going to put everybody to sleep. I hope it puts you to sleep. I appreciate your time. Tonight we're going to be doing, like, a run-through of kind of, like, a historical look back at the podcast, I think. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you stopping by. And I really hope, not only do I hope I yearn, and I work so hard because I really want to help you fall asleep. Thanks. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Uh, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking... You know, stuff you've been, you know, on your mind, uh, physical, you know, physical sensations, uh, like, emo- you know, any stirring of feelings. It could, could be travel, changes, in whatever is keeping you awake. You know, whether it's something like that or something, you know, that I, I, I haven't been through. Or, you know, if, if you're just having trouble falling asleep, I can relate. And that's one of the reasons I make the show. And one of the reasons I stress that I'm trying to create a safe place where you could set aside that stuff that offers a little bit of a distraction uh, to take your mind off of whatever it is that, like, that, that, that's got you, that's keeping you from crossing over the threshold to wake to sleep. That's what I, I guess I sometimes I forget to say that, but, uh, you know, I send my voice across the deep, dark night. 
I try to use these lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders, over-description with over-superfluous... Uh, There's a lot of superfluous things in this episode. This is probably the only super you'll get. Uh, but to create a place where you say, okay, like, here's the deal with this show. It, it, it's a safe place where you could... Uh, where you could breathe, ideally, and you see, you like, maybe you could relax and sink into your pillows because you don't, like, you're not under any pressure to listen or to pay attention. But you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour and, uh, like, I'll be doing my best to keep you company, but not, I guess I don't, and I guess I'll just be doing my myself because uh, you say, well, I don't know if I need to, like, pay attention. You know, I just had a friend in town, my friend Anne, and and Anne and Natalie and I used to all live together, and we were talking, the three of us, about, like, one time a long time ago that I may have done one of the first podcast episodes, and it it was, was like, uh, let's see, how do I describe it? But uh, it was a bit like this, where I was trying to had everybody in a little bit different place, like one person, like everybody was lying down and there was candlelight. And I guess I was essentially, it wasn't to put people to sleep, but it was to kind of take them on a, like a meandering journey. So I guess, I don't know, but but, but, I don't know why I do like, uh, so uh, I guess I got stuck there. Uh, but it was to put people at ease and, um, I don't know. That's one of the show, like things about this podcast that I strive for. Is I wanted you to feel welcome, but I want to feel welcome in a way that, like, where, where you can go a little bit slack, or you could that you could chill, or you could kick it. I mean, I don't know. Some people probably do kick it at bedtime. Some people might say, "Dude, what is it? Twenty odd five? Uh, last time I used to kick it and chill." And I'd say, "Okay, well, geez, I think I'm wearing. I think the most like clothes I got are probably anyway." I'm glad you're here. That's what I always say at the end of the episode. And since this is a Star Trek-themed episode, we're going to be talking, if you're new here, welcome. So tonight we'll do the first five minutes of the show or what pays will enable us to make the episodes uh, and all the credits, everybody that works so hard to bring you the show. Uh, then we're just starting out uh, intro, which are those are usually about 12 minutes or so. And some people fall asleep to the intro. Some people, it's just is something familiar where they start getting to start to relax. And other people say, well, I like listening to those intros. It reminds me of, uh, you know, a grandfatherly-like figure or a friend that, uh, my superfluous friend uh, with a, a strange verbosity. And I say, well, thank you. That's probably the nicest thing anybody. And uh, so we'll do that. Then we'll talk about uh, an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. And on the intros, I always like to try to find a way to, uh, like make the put the podcast in context by using, like trying to meta, like create a metaphor. And I like to take a trust quote from Star Trek. This one is from Guinan from uh, family. The episode we'll be talking about tonight. She says, you know, sooner or later, everybody comes in here and stands and looks out the windows and stares. And they're looking for that little star they call home. It doesn't matter how far away it is. Everybody looks anyway. Uh, and uh, like I think she was implying that when they look, it brings them some kind of comfort. And anytime you talk about home or family, you know, there's like, uh, I guess the, the, there's like, there's different versions. But when I, like, it's not that different than a safe place or 
the archetypal idea of a campfire or a fireplace. I think that Guinan was getting at. They look across space, you know, for that great uh, traditional fireplace that li- like it's part nostalgia, maybe part in our DNA, that warming, that crackling, that sitting there at a distance and uh, like just, just just relaxing and that's i guess like what i'm shooting for with this podcast is a place i mean i guess it is like a bit like that i mean like in my memories because it's like okay well one like this podcast won't keep you warm but maybe it'll make you feel a little bit warmer as you snuggle into your bed and get so you got that and then you got the kind of, uh, like, uh, the ambiance factor. That's, like, my creaky dulcet tones. It's a different kind of ambiance than a sweet fireplace, especially, like, really nice one. Well, you know, sometimes you got to, you know, sometimes they say, well, it's, it's, it's still got ambiance, you know, even though it's, uh, it's a different kind of ambiance. They say, correct, thank you. Uh, but then you have the options, so then you have, and then you have the light and the way it, it kind of soothes and it moves and it's inconsistent. I mean, that's one thing. This podcast comes out consistently, but you say, well, if this podcast was a light source, I don't think it would be like a like a like a beam, you know, with the ten thousand lumens. It would be more like a flicker, you know, a little bit of. A fl- I've, I mean, I use flickering language, so. Or flickering. They say, well, how do you describe Scooter's tone? Flickering. I'd say flickering. Uh, he's a bit smoky. Uh, not in not in a way that you know, like low smoke factor, but still a bit smoky. Uh, so you have that about the fireplace, and or the looking across at the night sky. Now you could be looking. You could have a campfire or a fireplace, and you're looking at the night sky. Also, I notice this is off the, off subject. When I say looking, sometimes it sounds like licking, just the way I pronounce things. I don't plan. I mean, I guess you could lick the night sky, uh, but you probably it'd be it'd be tough. I think only if you're a Greek or Roman or some other traditional indigenous god from myth, and they probably did do a lot of licking. You know, the licking of sky stuff. Um, so those are things about the fireplace, uh, like the, the image, I guess, is, is that an iconic, iconic thing? Fireplaces, I would say more archetypal because, uh, I don't know what either one of those words mean, but I think, uh, archetypal might be, you say, well, I don't know. It's a fireplace. I'd say it is. I'd say it is, uh, at my, uh, pretend university. Well, how about this? It's just an image uh, that that kind of lives on more than one level within us, whether it's the night sky or the fireplace. And it's evocative. I guess that's my point. In this podcast, I try to evoke those. I sounded smart there. I don't know how many regular listeners got that. I did sound smart there for about four-tenths of a second. And then I said evoke. I'm trying to evoke. But I guess that's what I am trying to do. Evoke is the word. Thank you. My brain, you know, my brain's behind me. I mean, not always behind me in support, but it's usually behind, behind like my talking. It's a, th- like I think I speak and then five minutes later I think and they say, well, duh. that's one of the things that works about the podcast. But the other thing about a fireplace I think of about this podcast is, you know, as long as you got it going and you're tending it, or even if you're not tending it, it's there, and it has this journey. You know, it starts out, it could be blazing, or it could be a big hassle to get it going. 
But then once you do, it's crackling and it's warm. And then over the evening, it goes on this journey. And I was always one of those people, I guess part of the podcast was I would watch it. And I would sometimes I would just stare for an hour or two hours or three hours watching the changing of the logs. Watching the cinders and the glows and the embers and the colors. And a lot of times I would be making up stories like narrative stories or seeing what pictures I could see. You know, within the in the carbon or whatever you want to call it, uh, but you're not really, like the fireplace doesn't ask you. The fireplace says, "Joe, just kick it. You could use me for warmth, or you could watch me for hours and hours." And that's kind of what this podcast is. I guess that's a metaphor. It's not a metaphor. It's just a fact. I guess that's the spirit I'm trying to evoke or evoke is like uh, that. You're welcome here. I hope it feels warm and and makes you feel safe. And it feels inviting. And you're also under no pressure. The, the, it'll be here, the audio will be here playing for about an hour, but you don't need to pay attention to it the whole hour. But if you do, or you choose to, I'll be here too. I'll be giving it my all uh, to keep you company. I don't know, kind of like that image always did for me. I could just, you could just sit here and watch. It'll be like, I know you're here with family. Instead of talking to your family, just stay here and watch the, you know, Look at these different colors I got for you. And look at the way this light plays against that one. So, you know, that's another option. Uh, so I guess that's what, what it is. If you're new here, I'm glad you're here. This podcast is definitely different. It takes a few tries to get used to. If you're skeptical, totally makes sense because this is out of the ordinary. Uh, the whole idea of the podcast is to give you enough uh, so that you don't have to pay attention to whatever's keeping you awake. Uh but not to have to necessarily hold your attention, uh, that you don't have to focus on me, that you can, I can slowly fall out of your grasp or you could slowly fall out of mine into a warm, safe place where you could drift across the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, and the reason I make it or one of the things that drives it is because I've been there. And I really think you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you could breathe, where you could relax, uh, and and drift off or just feel comfortable and and watch uh, in in this case just to listen to me ramble on for the next hour and i always say this uh, because i mean it i'm glad you're here and i really hope and i really yearn to help you fall asleep and thanks for coming by uh hey you're up on like tossing turning mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well welcome this is sleep with me the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, physical stuff, uh, noises in your bedroom, noises outside of your room, travel, changes in routine, Whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to try to distract you. It's a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these uh, slow... Are they, I don't know if these are slow-cooked. Uh, I, I think half-baked is a way to describe the way my brain... Quarter-baked, probably. You know, because now these places have a half-baked pizza. Like, so now half-baked isn't as, like, uh, you'd say quarter-baked... Uh, 
barely defrosted. I guess, thank you. My brain just chimed in and said, well, I don't know. I'm not feeling any, but barely defrosted brain. Thank you. I don't know if my brain realized the irony that it's pointing itself out. But uh, so, yeah, I'm not half baked and barely defrosted. Probably. I mean, that's definitely my emotional makeup. Say, well, when are you? Well, at the holidays, I'm barely defrosted. Uh, rest of the time, you know, you could probably figure it out. Oh, but if you're new here, welcome. So I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's giving you wake. I'm going to send my voice. Creaky dulcet tones, barely defrosted brain. A really, I mean, a sense of warm welcome, because I'm glad you're here. The reason I make a podcast and where it comes from is my inability to sleep and uh, the fact that listening to the radio would take my mind off of that when I was a kid. And I can never forget what it was like lying there, staring at the ceiling, you know, thinking and, and analyzing and tossing and turning and just get, kind of, I mean, this isn't to stir anything up, but just to be stuck in that misery. But then also have this valve to escape listening to, like, comedy radio and Dr. Demento. And the goal of the podcast is kind of something in between those two things. But it starts with uh, that I want you to feel welcome. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Um, I, for my voice tonight is particularly creaky and dulcet, but... Uh, uh, let's see, what, where, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where, like, I just, somebody just texted me a picture of me from, like, 1999, and I don't think this reflects how I feel about how I look now, but when I looked at that picture, I said, Jesus, so that was, like, whatever, 20, 2009, whatever, 15 years ago or more, I don't know, but I said, man, I look older then than I do now, so, you know, I think that they said, oh, holy moly, um, but I'm glad you're here. So, so I don't know if that's why I'm distracted, but usually, so tonight, let me set this up. If you're new here, here's the structure of our Sunday night show. So we do five minutes of business to pay the bills so we can make this podcast and keep it out free. And by supporting the sponsors or supporting the show, you know, you keep it free and you can keep all the archives out there, and then all the people that help out on the show, we give them credit. Uh, then we're in the middle or the beginning of, like, an intro. Usually these intros are about 12 to 14 minutes. And most people, like, uh, some people fall asleep during the intro. Some pe- a few people skip the intro. Uh, some people, this is your way to ease into the podcast and say, okay, like, uh, also when I'm most likely to, you know, reveal you know, little quirks about myself like that. I'm barely defrosted. Uh, then we'll talk about Star Trek, the next generation for about 45 minutes to an hour. And then, or the whole episode will be about, so about 45 minutes. Then we do about five, 10 minutes of thank yous. And the whole idea why we do that is like, uh, so you're, you're under no pressure to listen to me. So I guess you can kind of tune into, but you don't have to pay attention to, it'll be there. Uh, but you shouldn't be gripping or, or like, I can't miss another second of Scooter talking about, uh, uh, old pictures of himself. Uh, yeah, it was an old picture of me and I had, a, I don't even know what I was thinking with the, uh, my, my it was before it was when I was in fur denial and I was still grew my bangs along trying to find a haircut that would look normal on me instead of just buzzing it. Instead, it was when I, I don't know, I had the delusion of youth. Yeah, uh, but so if you're anyway, back to you, listener. So then I'll talk. Like uh, the other thing about the podcast is it's a, at least an hour, 
So you're not under any pressure to fall asleep either. The podcast will be here. I'll be rambling about Star Trek, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, taking slow, easy meanders, fixating on details that are inane at best. Uh, but I do like to do like a, like a quote from the episode. And uh, this one comes in from Picard's daughter, of all people. She says, you've taught me to pursue the truth, uh, no matter how tough it is. Uh, and then Picard says back to her, uh, seize the time, Maribor, live now, make now always the most precious time. Now will never come again. And as like a lot of our quotes from Jean-Luc, when it's coming from Jean-Luc in context, that makes a lot of sense. You know, live now, carpe diem, but at bedtime, or I guess like no carpe diem after 6 p.m., I'd probably say maybe 7 o'clock should be carpe cutoff time. Because it's like when you, that's the kind of stuff that for me comes up once I'm in bed and I say, okay, I think I'm comfortable it says, this thing says, well, geez, you didn't really seize the day today, did you? And then another part of me would be like, seize the day? He barely, he was barely present in the day. And then some Zen-like part of me would probably be like, uh, if only you were more Zen today, you would have been, if you could only be more mindful. And they said, well, actually, I'm trying to be mindful right now. I'm trying to go to sleep. Um, be my, Could you, other brain parts, be mindful that I'm trying to seize my pillow and, you know, snoozes you know i want to be drooling into this pillow soon and i said well geez i guess well and then they said well i guess he's not going to be living now like uh, whatever they call you know all the other slogans that have to do with that kind of lifestyle fomo or whatever or yolo or and i said no 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 i'm trying to go to bed i don't need any fomo or low 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 I mean, ideally, I'd picture J, you know, I could just picture J-Lo or something and then drift off into her heavenly eyes. Uh, but yeah, like, and they say, okay, well, you, you, so you're not, so tomorrow, okay, but before you go to sleep, could we talk about you seizing the day tomorrow? Oh, yeah, can we talk, can we cover mindfulness? Can we do, can we talk about, do you think if we shame you tonight, you'll be more motivated to be mindful tomorrow? I don't think, I think you've been trying that for like 30, that hasn't worked so far. Shame, mindfulness through shame. It's a book that, that, that we do, I don't think it'd sell a copy. And so I don't know if anybody that's listening can relate to anything like that, or it could be just something like similar, like you're like going on with uh, your partner or your body or your cat. It says, well, as soon as they get comfortable, I like to make, start making slurpy sounds. It's another thing. I said, Coe, can you, can you take a bath anytime before 11 p.m., please? I know dogs tongue bath themselves loudly, but could you do it when I'm not at the house? Because I do, like, uh, I'm trying to go to sleep, and I got this freaking faux zen master in my head saying, well, geez, if you weren't worthless, you'd be able to be mindful. Say, well, thank you. What, what school of zen are you exactly? Because are, are you a Taoist? Uh, because I feel like it, if I feel like uh, I don't know, I feel like I wish I had to like a comeback for that, but yeah, uh, like uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything to say about that. So, kid, Koa, could you stop please taking a bath? And uh, and also, could the rest? Is, so, but, so here's where the podcast comes in. 
And I say, hey, like, because uh, in that situation, I mean, that was about me, right? And my big ego that I was like such a non-day Caesar uh, that, uh, I don't know, whatever. It's like a narrative, a story about myself and my self-worth tied to if I would have been mindful and, you know, zesty or whatever the hell you call it during the day, or if I could do that tomorrow, everything would be great. Uh, but the truth of the matter is it's bedtime. And the other truth is, like, you should take the pressure off because it's really hard to, those voices are, uh, you know, well-worn. And uh, so to distract yourself from the voices you're already familiar with is kind of tough. But in this case, I come in and, you know, my, my, you know, my issues are my issues. So you say, well, you, I could listen to Scoot's issues. He also has a lot of issues. Not only does he have lack of FOMO and, you know, ne, ne, like he's YOLO, V-I-R-G-I-N. Never, you only live once. Uh, I don't think those two things connect to each other, brain. But, uh, oh, my brain just said, yes, they did. Good, they, my mic doesn't pick up on it, so I have to. Um, but so... You could listen to me, and then, like, after that, I'll just be describing, like, basic, like, non-impactful stuff on Star Trek tonight. And it's also a track, and it's also a story, and and it can kind of carry you off, but then you'll also realize, well, I'm not really invested in this, and it doesn't really have to do with tomorrow or the past or the present. It's just kind of scoots in his creaky dulcets, and I'm here for you. The reason I make the podcast, like I said, is I've been there. And if I can distract you, it it helps me. I mean, it doesn't quiet those freaking voices in my head, but it gives you know it gives me hope. Uh, and it says it, maybe it does quiet them a little bit. I say, hey, come on, come on in. I give you a little. Let's just. What if we all snuggle up here, and instead of yoloing, we'll just picture J Lo's eyes, you know, floating. I say, well, she says, that's not bad. I say, yeah, go ahead and look into her eyes. She's. Uh, She's, it's also Artemis, like, uh, wow, really? So, you know, I can do some some self-soothing, but, like, this is different than that. It's just a podcast to distract you. And ideally, at some point, you kind of tune me out and you just uh, cross over that threshold from wake to sleep. Now, the show doesn't work for everybody, but I do recommend, and most even people that write reviews say, give it a few tries, uh, I mean, this, there's no pressure, no pressure to fall asleep, no pressure to even like this podcast or like me. Uh, you know, it's just an offering for you to try, and I hope it works for you because I've been through it. I've been in that rigmarole. So I appreciate you listening to the show. If you're skeptical, totally get it. And what I really want to say is I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope I really yearn and I really work hard to try to help you fall asleep, uh, so uh, thanks for coming by. Hey, you up on like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're physically feeling, Stuff you're emotionally dealing with, uh, inside noises, outside noises, travel, change it, whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. And what I'm going to do when I say create a safe place is, one, try to make you feel welcome because I'm glad you're here. 
And two, or let's see, how do I explain it? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. I'm going to use, uh, point, you know, examples, word, filler. There's a lot of filler. Uh, hot, hot air? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. If, if you need some warmth in your bed, it's coming your way. Uh, if a fo- if an iPhone had a hot air setting... Like, uh, you say, well, she said, also heat your bed, uh, powered by hot air. Uh, but basically what I'm going to do, like, or here's, a, let's see, let's see, why I do it, what I'm going to do, what I do, and then kind of the structure and stuff like that. Why do I do this? Uh, I had terrible insomnia as a kid, and then now as an adult, I've had dealt with it on and off. So I can relate to what it's like lying there. And one thing that always helped me feel less alone less desperate, and just to relieve some of that angst uh, from tossing and turning was listening to kind of comedy radio and stuff like that. And that's why I make a podcast for grown-ups with bedtime stories, a little bit silly, a lot strange, uh, to keep you company. And ideally, like, there's enough uh, slow talking and circular logic and stuff that you could just fall asleep whenever you want. I'll be here, though, the whole, like, for an hour at least. Uh, so the structure show, first five minutes is how we uh, keep making the podcast to pay the bills and credits for people to help out on the show. Uh, then we're in three minutes into, like, an intro. Usually the intros are around 12 minutes, and they're kind of a show within the, itself. It's, it should feel familiar and welcoming. Uh, and some people start it before they get in bed. Some people fall asleep to the intros. Uh, and it, it's just kind of like a way you say, okay, scoot, like, I don't know, like uh, they seem to work. I guess that's why I keep doing them. And one of the things I try to do in the intro is explain what the podcast is in over 500 episodes. There's never been a moment where I said, oh boy, that's it. Because uh, I, I, I guess like to be honest with you, there's a bunch of different reasons I think add up to why the podcast works, but there's none, not one thing that I can point to that I say, well, this is why the podcast, this is the podcast to put you to sleep. Also, the fact that it doesn't work for everybody is another thing. So, so we'll do the intro. Then tonight's a uh, Star Wars episode, or Star Trek episode. That's right. It's called Star Trek. So Star Trek Next Generation episode. So we're going to talk about uh, an episode of Star Trek. And I like to kind of wrap these intros around uh, Star Trek in some way. In, there, in this episode, there's two things that came up, like they weren't quotes. In the past, we've been quoting, uh, but they were words. One, Q says to Riker, he says, the redoubtable uh, Lieutenant Riker or whatever. I, I guess, I don't, unfortunately, I don't know Riker's thing. And redoubtable means uh, a formidable, especially as an important, like, like that it was a term of respect, like, oh, wow, you're... You're, you're worthy of my attention, or if we were to debate one another, you would be a redoubtable uh, opponent. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but uh, according to the Oxford uh, Dictionary, uh, late Middle English from the old French redoubtable, from redoubt, redoubter or redoubter to fear, and then Picard says, calls Q at some point a flimflam man, F-L-I-M-F-L-A-M, flimflam man, uh, which is a noun according to Oxford, and uh, nonsensical or insincere talk or a con man. 
flimflams uh, perpetuated against us by our elected officials, that's Oxford. Or it can be a verb to swindle someone with a trick uh, they flimflammed out of their land. And what's interesting about this, so one of the things that keeps me up at night, if you're new here, is uh, like thinking for me. And all these different aspects of my personality or coping mechanisms or whatever you want to call it, lizard and, and mammalian parts of my mind. At some point, they're talking during the day a lot, but I have a lot of other stuff going on to distract me. But when I get into the silence of the bed, uh, sometimes they, the voices can, like, they, they grapple my attention a little bit more because there's nothing to compete with them. And they can keep me awake, uh, you know, thinking about the past or the future. And at some point during the podcast, uh, I started calling these things brain bots because they kind of feel like, uh, you know, they're, they don't have an off switch. Unfortunately, they're, if they're bots, r- robots or something, they don't have a sleep mode or an off switch. And you might call them maladjustments or whatever. Their, their job is to do this one thing, like uh, internal critic for me would be, I have like 4,000 of those, but, you know, in a, a general manner. It's to protect you. And you say, well, geez, if you weren't like this, you know, life would be a lot like, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a protective instinct. Uh, but by kind of seeing them, oh, wait, like they, they, they're doing their best job uh, to, to keep you safe. They're just not that great because they're kind of these, like, uh, I don't know, like I guess uh, like they only have this one job and maybe they were developed in childhood. I don't want to get into too much of the psychology, but just calling them brain bots kind of disfu- diffuses them. And like uh, says, like instead of looking at them like something we're supposed to grapple with or debate or anything, I kind of see it. My job is like to, to entertain them with this podcast to entertain whatever it is that's a relatable thing for you that's keeping you up at night. Maybe you don't have brain bots. Maybe you have pain bots. Some listeners tell me that. Like, or maybe you have something else. Or maybe you just have so many snoring pets that it's like tough to sleep or whatever. I mean, now, uh, this is the part where I brag because I, I found that these brain bots, I'm redoubtable to the brain bots. I am, is an entertainer. Oh, I guess the other entertainment, because the other forms of entertainment they do is go to work on you. You know, they don't really get that much entertainment. So I guess I don't have any competition. So maybe I'm not redoubtable because I haven't been, like, I don't know. But but I think I'm pretty good. Like, especially against them, I say, well, just uh, here, Brain Bots, I'm going to talk about Star Trek for an hour here coming up. And I'm going to over-describe some stuff. I'm going to try to discuss uh, Picard and Riker's relationship and maybe his father and son. But I'll really do it really slow. Let me use, try to use these creaky dulcet tones. And I guess in some sense, I, I am a flimflam man in the nonsensical way. Maybe like I, I don't like I, I want to treat the brain bots with respect and stuff. But maybe there is a little bit of a confidence trick is that if they have the confidence that I'm here to entertain them. If you have the confidence that I'm here to take your mind off of stuff, but you're in your own or no pressure to listen to me. But you're also under no pressure to fall asleep because the show will be like about an hour long. So I'll be here to keep you company and I'll be working very hard. So, but in a sense, so that you don't have to, that you can just fall asleep whenever it works for you. And I'll be using as much flim flam as I can. You know, like flim flam man is a very, I mean, 
that could be on my birth certificate. You say, well, like if they, if we lived in a alt universe where, you know, you were assigned personality, when you're, they'd say, well, if in the future he'll be a flim flam man, not the confident, not the kind, not the con man kind, though, just the one, you know, flim flaming around. You know, in another world, you know, 200 years ago, I'd have to do this on the corner, you know, on a soapbox, and uh, there'd be other terms for me other than podcaster. Now it's podcaster. is great. But I use my flim-flamming to keep the brain bots entertained, like kind of like if I was moving and, and I was describing my movements instead of and my language and my attempts to make sense to say, well, there you go. Like he's doing a little flimming now. And then he does the flam. It's not quite a pop and lock. Yeah, but it's like, uh, it's his version of a pop and lock, which is, uh, you know, not the same as pop and lock. Uh, and and that can, maybe not a form of dancing at all. You know, his robot more looks like a statue whose waist kind of moves side to side. So there's this flim. Oh, now he's some doing some flaming, which is just doing a wave motion with his arm. And and then he's going to tell, you know, he's going to talk about maybe Q's hair. And who said, geez, was that, uh, you know, was that because he was wearing his Napoleonic hat earlier? Probably you're right. You're right. Uh, and then he'll describe, you know, the gold lame. Well, and then he'll say, well, lame, what does a lame mean? I don't know. Gold lame. I hear it all the time. Is that gold paint or is it, uh, I see, when I hear LeMay, I see shine, I see shine. And that's how I'm flaming. So once you've been flamed, then I'll flam. But like, you don't have to worry. You just let me entertain your brain bots. Let me do the work. And if you, if you're new here, here's the things you need to know. I'm, I'm here to service you in a kind of weird passive way. Like you, you can kind of listen to me. And hopefully I'll keep you company and escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. But you're under no pressure to pay attention. And you're under no expectation or anything that you're going to fall asleep right away. Because I'm here to put your mind at ease, to distract you. To kind of maybe, uh, well, entertain your brain bots. Like to bear, that it's not really a burden. I don't think they're burdensome. They just want to be entertained by a redoubtable flim-flam man. The redoubtable. He puts the flim and flam and the flam and flim. It's dear Scooter. And I'm here to try to take your mind off stuff and put you to sleep. This podcast doesn't work for everybody, uh, but if you're new or you're skeptical, it totally makes sense. Give it a few tries because I've been there. And that's why I make this show because I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I appreciate your time. And thanks for stopping by, all right? All right, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether that's thoughts, feelings... Uh, physical sensations, inside noises, outside noises, whatever's keeping you awake, I want to take your mind off of that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones that with creaky, you know, that are a little bit creaky. Uh, a lot of distractions, uh, like just take my time. I'm going to try to be pleasant and welcoming because I've been there. I know what it's like to be, you know, be able to fall asleep. So that's why I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night. That's why I make this show. 
If you're new here, welcome. I guess I'll give you the structure of the show right up front. So we don't, we have only a few minutes of ads every week and, and, and things about five minutes at the top of the show, business stuff, so we can keep making the podcast. Uh, then on Sunday, the episodes come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. New episodes three times a week. Uh, Sunday nights, which is tonight, is uh, Star Trek uh, Sleep with the TNG, Star Trek The Next Generation Recaps. And so here's what we'll do. We're, we're just at the beginning of an intro. I like to get these intros about 12, 14 minutes. And the reason for that, you know, you could skip ahead to the Star Trek stuff, but the reason I make them is like a lot of people use ease to put them in the mood, helps new people know that this show is mostly nonsense and not sure what a non sequitur is, but something like a non, like something like a non sequitur sounds nonsense with nonsense with her. It's not like nonsense. I've never seen the musical nonsense, uh, N-U-N-S-E-N-S-E, I think. I don't think it's like anything like the musical nonsense. I but I can't say that for sure because I have only seen probably a poster for nonsense, and it sounds good when I say I like saying it. But so there'll be a long intro here, but it's supposed to be it, it'll put you in the mood, ease you into it. Only two things you really have to remember. Well, three things I guess. Uh, you know, Spycast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. But I can't promise you that. You know, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. But this podcast isn't anything aggressive. You know, it's it's here as an option to try to help you. So that's right. You know, so no pressure to fall asleep. That, that's point two, because the episode's about an hour. So you can ease your way to sleep. Uh, you know, just take your time getting there. And what are my other points? Um, oh, there's no pressure to listen, even though this is a podcast. At some point, you'll be like, well, you can listen. You know, I work hard at making the shows uh, for people that either have trouble falling asleep or that want some companionship in the deep, dark night. So I'll be here for an hour uh, doing my best to create something that's moderately entertaining. Uh, but you don't really have to listen. Uh, you know, like uh, you won't miss much. And with these Star Trek episodes, like tonight, we're going to be talking about Data's Day from our buddy Aristeo gave me the idea. But I like to get some quotes from the episode to try to make them in a metaphor for the podcast. So Data says at one point, it could be chasing an untamed orthanoid which, uh, without cause, which Dr. Crusher says, oh, you mean a wild goose chase, Data? So wild goose chase. And then at the end, Data says, uh, there are many human emotions I don't comprehend, but I'm not mystified by the desire to be loved or the need for friendship. These are things I do understand. And the last thing Data says is, if being human is not a matter of just, uh, you know, having a human body, instead of a way of thinking, acting, and feeling, then I'm hopeful one day I'll discover my own humanity. Now, a couple of things about that. Like, sometimes for me, getting going to sleep, like last night in particular, I don't know what it was, but it was like a wild goose chase. Like, moving, I tried moving my pillows. That didn't work. Tried get, I read until my eyes were, like, closed my book. I think I fell asleep for four seconds, and then I couldn't, you know, then I woke back up or something, and then I couldn't fall asleep. And I tried all my different techniques, couldn't fall asleep. You know, moving, moving, you know, tossing and turning, mind racing, all that stuff. It was a bit like a, uh, and then 
at some point, for me, I can get to that place where I'm like, then I start comprehending humanity. And I'm like, I'm not qualified to comprehend humanity uh, during the day. So I don't know why I'm headed down this path of the meaning of life at like whatever, one thirty in the morning on a work day when I got to work all day. And then, you know, then I come home and I try to work on the podcast. So I got a full day. You know, I need to get a good night's sleep. So, and it's just baffling. I don't know what what was up with yesterday. Just in, they said, well, I don't know. Let me, uh, let me, like, uh, let me make it mysterious. And for some people, there's a very specific reason why you can't sleep. And for some people, you might just be traveling. Whatever is I'd like to distract you. Like I said, uh, uh, because I've been there. And that's the last thing. I'm not mystified by the desire to get a good night's sleep. Kind of like Data says, uh the desire to be loved or the need for friendship. And while, you know, like we don't all know each other personally, like I, like I, and while I don't know exactly what you're going through, I can relate to it, relate to it. Uh, it's twice in a row. I don't think I said the word relate. I can relate to, to lying there and being stressed out and just wanting a good night's sleep, just a little respite. So this show is, I guess, like a wild goose chase. It, like in some sense, this like this podcast does resemble it, like structurally. Even when I'm talking about episode of uh, what is this uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, and the idea that wild goose chase is, uh, let's say you're in bed. Let's say let's 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 conduct a little fantasy here <laughs> with all the reality we've had so far. You're in your bed and you got this view of a beautiful field and you're having trouble. It's a, like a nice moonlit night and maybe you got a lot on your mind. And then you look out your window and you're watching a goose run around out there. You know, maybe it's chasing its own tail. I don't know. I guess a wild goose chase is when you chase the goose. So maybe there's something like a geese, like a gosling, a couple. Maybe that's it. It's like a playtime. And there's a bunch of goslings. Those are little cute little baby geese, in, at least to me. And they're chasing a goose, a mama goose, papa goose, uncle goose, aunt goose, whatever. And it's it's wild, but at a distance it's not as wild because, you know, you don't know what their family, their goose family dynamic is. You're safely removed. And it's very cute because, you know, even if you don't like geese, uh, you, you love goslings. And, I mean, I'll give Ryan a shout-out, too. I love Ryan Gosling. What, what can I say? Is there anyone better looking that looks better in a V-neck T-shirt in America today than Ryan Gosling? I don't, I can't, I mean, I don't think there is. I mean, I, it's like every time I, like I say, if I could pull off 30% gosling in this V-neck, I'd be happy. And I would say, well, no, but. Uh, but in this situation, it probably wouldn't be good if Ryan Gosling's out there. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe Ryan Gosling and some Gosling. I mean, if you're a Gosling fan and they're running around the field and there's just something about it that puts you at ease and it takes your mind off of, you know, it takes you outside of your own head. It takes you outside and maybe it gets misty. I guess like if Ryan Gosling's crawling around with some guy, it might be hard to sleep, but maybe you get some giggles going. And at some point it gets like, then you watch the geese and like, and you say, okay, well, at this point, even this is like not as entertaining, you know, cause then they're doing like, uh, a goose mother may, mother goose may I, and, uh, after the 40th thing, like hop on your left foot, you say, okay, I can only watch this, uh, 
Yeah, so let me just let me close my eyes for I'm so it's so nice that Ryan Gosling and some geese and you know whatever they decided to put on a show outside my window tonight and I totally forgot you know took my mind off of it and now you know I could curl you know and, and it's that's neutral like you say you know some people may find Ryan Gosling attractive some people might find him what's the word I'm looking for for me where you say. Uh, like you, like when you go upward, you'd say it'd be nice if I was Ryan Gosling. What's that called? I don't know. Like, uh, there's a, definitely a word for it, but I, I can't think of it. Also, I mean, there's you, you like a, you, you like a, like you'd fan, say, man, that'd be pretty cool to have Ryan Gosling as a best friend. Like, does, does Ava just have like a cousin or something? You know, you could intro, you know, introduce me or just you know. Like, what do you brush your teeth with? Because you like, a, like, a, do you, do you use regular toothpaste with those teeth or what? No, I figured, I, I figured you had your own special toothpaste, but uh, could I use some of it sometime? Oh, I almost had it. It's like where you wish you were. Uh, oh, I almost had it again. Anyway, whatever it is, and, and then you just ease off into dreamland. This podcast is like that, but without Ryan Gosling, just the geese. Uh, running around and like uh you know it's a silly little thing but i take it very very seriously as i said i've been there and i've been there as recently as last night so uh i don't know all i can say is i put my heart and my soul into this for you and i know it won't work for everybody i wish it did i wish i had a magical podcast you know, where maybe Ryan Gosling plays some sort of pan flute and I do some humming and you would just fall asleep. But I found that this works better. Yeah, this is what I can do. And it's you know, just a little silly story to take your mind off stuff. Maybe put you at ease. Maybe let make you giggle. And ideally, you know, at least make you feel neutral about that time. If not, look forward to it. And if your first time here, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. And if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. You know, I, I I wish it worked for everybody. If you're cynical, give it a few tries. It does take a, like a, like a lot of hardcore listeners to say, well, it took three or four times for me to realize I'm not supposed to make any sense of this. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Barely makes sense to me, and I make it. But the thing is, it's my honor to make it. And as I say every episode, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep tonight. And thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts running through your head, feelings running through your heart or wherever your gut, uh, sensations running through your body, noises running through your window or through your partner's nostrils. Uh, it could be that, it could be, you know, changes, light, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'd like to distract you. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Sorry, I had to say that twice. So nice, I said it twice. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, many, many meanders, and twists and, well, not twists and turns, bends, 
Then go take two steps back, one step to the right, one step back again to the left, and then I'll spin around, and then I'll, in order to go one step forward, kind of like most, kind of like Mother May. I, if you if you ever played Mother May I with yourself, and oh boy, please no snickering when I say things like that. Okay, let me just sit up for the new. If you're new here, welcome. Let me tell you a couple of things. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, for the people it does work for, it does take a few tries. Uh, but you're under no pressure, one, to like this podcast or me. I'm just here to try to help you distract you and put you to sleep. Uh, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. Though. That's the kind of like, I'll tell you about that in a second. But you're also under, under no pressure to listen very quickly if you're new. You'll realize, oh, wait, this is a man who plays Mother May I by himself. He does call it Matter May I, and he uses an accent when he plays it. Alone at his age, you know, at his age, which is above 12. I think people stopped playing Mother May I, unless you're a babysitter. Any babysitters listening, you know, work it into your toolbox. It's a good thing to have in your toolbox. And yes, you can make it more dynamic for the modern age. Parent may I, guardian may I, teacher may I. You could even use it like a or Mother Earth may I, uh, you know, make up your own character. Nanny Prudence, I don't know, that, that's just, that may be what I call myself. Uh, oh, that's not during, that's during a whole nother, anyway, also alone, do I do that alone too? But, so if you're new here, I didn't even mean to do that, but obviously I showed I'm not qualified for anything you'd need to listen to closely. And please don't stand outside my windows if you hear me starting, if you hear me starting any sentences with Nanny Prudence. You know, walk away. Don't even walk slowly. Just turn around and get out of there. Or plug your ears and hum. Or any. So anyway, new listeners. So if you're new here, here's the structure of the show. Just so you know. Oh, by the way, I think when this comes out, I don't have this all put together yet. But it may be Goonies Week. So and this may be the first episode of Goonies Week. So welcome to Goonies Week on Sleep with Me podcast. And all that means is we'll have three Goonies inspired uh, um, episodes. Uh, but so if you're new here, here's the structure of the shows, uh, just so you know, and then you can say, well, maybe this isn't for me. I hope it is because I really would love to help you fall asleep. But five minutes of business at the top, that's what allows us to make these shows, uh, pays bills, pays a little bit of the labor that goes into them. Then we're in about, we're about five minutes into a 12 minute intro. It kind of sets the tone, like, a. It kind of disorients anybody that's here, and uh, I try to make a metaphor about what the podcast is about. I thought I was going to make it about something. I mean, I guess somehow it's, I've gotten into a game of Mother May I or describing that, so I'll have to describe that for the second half of the intro. But the intro is, yeah, it's long-winded. It's been described as that, and... Uh, it's a kind of a, it's a microcosm. Thank you. Holy cow. My, my, I think my vocabulary has grown by four or five words over these 500 episodes. Holy microcosm. Uh, that wasn't a, that was a misuse of microcosm because I was so excited. I just might never mind. I almost said it. I did say I almost microcosmed. And that doesn't even mean anything, but it's funny, you know, but it is funny. I mean, it's, it's Okay, so uh, where was I? If you're new here, uh, so the intro will go on. You can fall asleep during the intro. A lot of people do. Not everybody does. Then we'll do uh, tonight's uh, Goonies Week Tale of the Tape, which uh, I'll kind of explain later, but it basically means my memory's terrible. 
I'm the worst paraphraser on the planet, but I tend to remember things like minor details and and I'm able to try to describe them. And like, like, for example, the movie, the Goonies from the 1980s, all of us know, like you could, I could probably spend 15 minutes describing what Chunk was wearing. Lawrence, uh, you know, red jacket, plaid, plaid pants, plaid pants. I think I had that same pair of plaid pants like 10 years before the movie. I don't know if I ever saw uh, Lawrence's waistband, but I'm pretty sure it was elastic. So uh, if you're new here, uh, here's the thing. You don't need to listen. Like you can, you, you can start listening. And if you, you say, geez, well, this is distracting. It's taking my mind off stuff. It kind of, it's not funny, but it's a little bit, uh, it's different in a semi-amusing way. I'd say, oh boy, I'm win- I've won you over, haven't I? Uh, mother, may I take two steps forward? You may. Okay, but can I take four steps back to try to describe something to the audience? Okay, mother's not speaking. Uh, okay, so you you don't have to listen, but you can kind of listen and as you drift off. But you're also under pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour, and I'll be doing my best to, to, to take the— well, I'll just be being myself. I, I'll be doing my best to be myself in—, in in absentia, that just popped in my head. It has no, it doesn't fit there, but it kind of does because I have like most people's brains have like a go-to, you know, you say, hey, narrative brain, or what's the next twist? And my brain is saying, hmm, processing, you know, my brain buffers, it processes, it has wheels that spin in both directions, clockwise and counterclockwise. And my brain has more, you know, has a 405 arrow, arrow codes, 501s, 505s, whatever you need. And then I say, well, let me just go back to Chunk's jacket. It was a red jacket, a windbreaker, correct, again. And so that's the, like, uh, hmm, that's the person that makes the podcast. And I guess I was saying it's a little bit like a game of Mother May I, like the way I make the show. Because sometimes it takes, you know, say, well, we're going to need four hops on this one. Can everybody do four hops? And that's not so much to, to, to talk down to anybody or anything. It's it's to kind of tell whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, brain bots, I call them, overthinking, anxiety, or anything else. Like I like to just you know get get the mood up in the slow. So they say, well, let's take four. So can you take those four hops in slow motion? Oh, it, okay. Sorry, one of brain bots said it's it's a participatory game. Oh, participatory. Thank you. Thank you, correction brain. Okay, there's a there's a brain bot raising its hand. What's your name? Randy the brain bot. Oh, yeah, you you could call me Matter. Matter, may you take four slow motion hops? Wow, that you may. You may. All of you may. I don't know. Uh, actually, I'm getting red light, green light, and mother may. I mixed up. Sorry I started this game. What is the purpose of Mother May I? Because red light, green light, I, I understand. Oh, it's just oh, it's just a way for babysitters to waste time. Kind of like a sleep podcaster uh, trying to take your mind off stuff. Okay, you, Brain Bot, on, on the side with that uh, pink stripe. What's your name? Ol- Ol- Hol- Holga. Holga, yes. What was you? May you take uh, three corkscrew spins? No. But you may take uh, 400 pirouettes in, uh, like, uh, as slow as you can. One pirouette. That's how you exactly two pirouettes. Thank you, Holga. 
and everyone else, you may take those 400 pirouettes. Uh, so the, I guess that's it. The, like the difference, we just figured that out. So the teachable moment here on the podcast, one, you know, if you're, uh, okay, I guess you, this isn't pro, pro, like, I don't have pro, pro tips, I have pro-am tips because mo, like mostly I'm amateur at everything. But here's a pro-am tip if you're a babysitter or you need to entertain kids. You know, all adults of all ages listen to this podcast and some children do. Uh, but, you know, you could, whatever age you are, you could encounter yourself with your, when, w- alone with these children. And I don't know if you read anything on the Internet, but these kids are highly distractible. So uh, if you want, if you need, if you find, well, I got to, like, I got to bridge a time gap here with non-electronic interference. Here's what you do. Here's your toolbox. And, it, okay, kids, you're not allowed to listen to this because, it, like, I don't want you catching on. It's not that you can't listen. I guess you're going to listen anyway. So if your grandmother or your aunt or your uncle or your babysitter tries this, please assist them. So you'll start out, you'll do some mother may I or mater may I. I prefer mater may I. We could, you could do a little, is it, isn't Mollier or somebody, isn't there a co- composer? Why don't we do it that way? Mol, you know, name it after a composer. Uh, Bartok, may I? And then you say, then the kid, the kids would say that. And then you'd explain to them who, who Bartok was, which I would need my phone for that. So I think Bartok was big on, uh, dissonance, which I'm <laughs> surprised I like him. Uh, you know, that's my, anyway, um, and then the kids will say, you know, may I take four steps? And you say, no, but you may take six small steps. And at some point, you know, you, you, you want to try to go as long as you can till you, ideally, you detect their disinterest first. So you do have to be in the moment for this one. Then what you'll do is you'll switch to uh, red light, green light. Because I guess, mother may I, from what I've been able to determine in this intro for a sleep podcast, is that mother may I is non-competitive, which is great for... Uh, for a little while, then you'll go to red light, green light, which is, there is, you can, you know, then you can get the kids' competitive juices up. And maybe there, maybe you have an advantage because they they might be in the still, uh, Molly or May I, uh, mode. Also, any music teachers, feel free to repurpose this stuff and you could have them, you know, hum tunes from, uh, you know, symphony, symphonies or things or symphonies. So, uh, you can do that, and then you know. You, then you, you say, "Well, if you sit quietly and don't move, uh, I'll take you for ice cream later, uh, if you need to." But I think those two, two, those are just toolbox. You know, I don't, I don't sell solutions. I, uh, I sell pro am tip. I give away pro am tips uh, from my. Well, I don't have a toolbox. Oh, thanks. So some, some part of my brain just called me. I said, "Thanks, thanks for calling me. Thanks." I'm not even going to repeat it on the podcast. Oh, you're going to stand there till I. You called me a loot. Reversed. There you go. Please exit the podcast studio. Okay, so I'm glad you're here. Uh, that was that was an interesting intro. I never thought I would uh, spend 12 minutes talking about Mater May I and, uh, you know, whatever my other personal stuff I accidentally revealed on here. Uh, so if you're new here, the podcast is different. You know, not everybody likes it. It doesn't work for everybody. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. I, I don't uh, want to put any pressure on you to like it. Uh, and, you know, some people, like, just because it doesn't work for you, it does work for a lot of people. Uh, and there's some people, they try twice, and then they, it works great for them. And if you're having trouble sleeping, I really hope it works for you because I've been there. 
in the deep, dark night. And I, I would posit, you know, even if you're still awake, that I probably took your mind off whatever you were thinking about earlier. And the main message, you know, I've, I've had a lot of sleepless nights. Uh, matter of fact, last night I would do like, uh, so I don't want to get into it, but, uh, uh, that's why I always say I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope, not only do I work really hard on these episodes, I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. And I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming by. And hopefully good night. Or, you know, but I'll be here. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here to keep you company. So let me take your proverbial hand and try to carry you across that threshold from wake to sleep. Thanks.